Welcome back to This Blonde Can Talk About Anything, or if this is your first time listening, welcome. Hi, uh, I'm Melanie with two L's, which if you've been listening, you know, and if you haven't been listening, you don't know, but now you do. Um, I hope you enjoyed the music at the beginning of this episode because it belongs to my guest, Matthew Wade, a.k.a. My Silent Bravery. It sounds like a band name, I know, but it's really just one dude, which is kind of awesome. Um, so just a few things, full disclosure, I am blonde, so I, I do things stupidly sometimes, and I stupidly saved our, um, audio file in a strange way, and it sort of distorted the sound quality, um, a little bit, and I, I'm not able to fix it, I've tried like 600 times, I was up until four in the morning yesterday, or, well, when you hear this, it'll be like two days ago, (laughs) um, trying to fix it and I wasn't able to. So I just decided that this is show business. This show must go all over the place or something. No, no. The show must go on. And I don't think it really matters that the sound is a little bit distorted because the message is still there. I mean, I want this to be as polished and professional as possible. But at the end of the day, I think mistakes happen in life. So what's the big deal if a little tiny mistake happens on the podcast um i really didn't do it on purpose but anyway enough about that additionally i didn't actually edit anything out of our interview because even though you know trains went by and uh members of the goo goo dolls called matt because he's so much cooler than me um i just i just didn't feel the need to um to do that to take to take any of it out because that's life life gets interrupted all the time so if a podcast gets interrupted it it, to me that's just authenticity so yeah i wanted to keep it authentic and i hope you guys enjoy it matt's new song is out now it's called without love and you can find it on every single platform he's a great musician who i think hasn't been given enough exposure and certainly deserves it so um here is myself and matt just kind of chatting about his new music his old music and a whole bunch of really inspiring spiritual stuff i hope you enjoy the interview if you don't enjoy it if you don't enjoy it woo! if you don't enjoy it then i'm not sorry because i'm trying not to be sorry for things that i'm not sorry for as I said previously, <laughs> or yeah, something like that. So at this point, I'm really tired and I'm just running on, ins- I'm an insomniac, but like I'm at the point of if I don't sleep, I'm going to hospital. So if I sound a little bit like an idiot, that's why. And I'm not sorry for it. I'm Canadian, but I'm done being sorry for things that I'm not sorry for. Because what's the point of constantly apologizing when you don't even know why you're apologizing? okay so yeah that's enough about me or enough with me rambling rather the interview is going to follow me shutting up right now there we go hey hey good i'm great oh i love your your um back stuff oh thanks 
Yeah, who doesn't like Jimi Hendrix, right? <laughs> so if you're a big John Mayer fan. Uh-huh. I, I am a John Mayer fan, too. Same. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm really excited that you're here because um, I didn't know your music until you just, like, randomly watched one of my stories, and then I got to check it out, which is one of my favorite things about social media is that you you find artists and, and people that you you wouldn't have connected with otherwise. So I'm really, really excited about this. Yeah, um, me too. I like it. I like when stuff like this happens organically too. It's really cool. So I listened to some of your music and it's great. It's, it's frankly, it's very inspiring to me. So your your name is Matt. <laughs> so you're yeah. just Matt, but you call yourself My Silent Bravery, right? Correct. Yeah, Matthew Wade. Uh, I go by My Silent Bravery. Um, and yeah, just decided on you know that for the the artist name. I guess. Uh, it's been, wow, 10 years or so, and I think it was a good choice because it's always, like, the first thing that everybody asks me about, you know, mm-hmm. uh, first first question. So, yeah, uh, I used to just go by my name um, as a singer-songwriter, and uh, about 2010, um, I switched over to a band name, and I felt like it gave me some flexibility in terms of touring. Um, at that time, I had a full lineup. Now it's usually me and a friend or two. Just it makes it easier logistically. But it just gave me a lot of flexibility. And, um, you know, I really I wanted I wanted the project to be a lot about the music and what I was saying through the music as opposed to about me. And, you know, here we are in the social media age where it's like usually the music is not the thing at the forefront. Um, so at least that at least the, the title and, and the band name, I, I think, hopefully draw more attention to the music because that's that's why I do it. I like the name because I think I think to be bravery is very it's a quiet thing because we're ter- when you're brave you're terrified you're like I'm going to do this anyway but I'm so scared right so it, it it just works and I think it's I think it's a great name too but I would have thought that it was a band if I was say, going to a John Mayer concert featuring My Silent Bravery, I would have been like, oh, who's this band? And then I would have found out right. just too. Yeah, yeah, no, like a lot of people are surprised sometimes. And, you know, I've had sort of various incarnations prior to uh, with My Silent Bravery. It was a full band, and then I had different, you know, touring people in and out. It just made more sense to, to call the project in and of itself uh, My Silent Bravery. And I, and I like that, too, because... It just, I don't know, it gave it some uniqueness, some authenticity, um, something to talk about. And I think, like, you know, generally speaking, with, within us all, we all have a little bit of, of my silent bravery, you know, in us. Absolutely. And another thing that I I noticed that's kind of funny to me, because I'm a big Maroon 5 fan, but mm-hmm. but people who didn't listen to Maroon 5, like, you know, when they first came out, they're like, I'm going to the Adam Levine concert. No, you're not. That's so. That's why I think it's cool that you know you did this with um with your name. So um you 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 label your music as inspirational rock, right? Alternative mm-hmm. rock. Yeah. I, I think that's something that most people have never heard of. What is that? Can you elaborate? Yeah, I mean, um, I kind of, I guess. I label it that way as sort of what my niche might be. But in general, a lot of people listen to like alternative rock. You could call it, uh, you know, take like a Maroon 5 or uh, One Republic uh, or a couple bands that come to mind and people can relate to sort of the alternative uh, rock. And, you know, a lot of my music has that inspirational 
type message. And sometimes it's a little bit more overt than others. And sometimes it's kind of just like a silver lining or creeping behind the scenes. And a lot of it, you know, I think at its heart, it's, it's pop music, but it, you know, I think that again, that kind of maybe separated me a little bit just from the path. Um, and was, uh, you know, the, uh, the niche that I so, sort of felt that I fell into. Yeah, and I think that's great, too, because it certainly is important to separate yourself from everyone else. I've certainly uh, gone to great lengths to do that, but it's fun. It's it's something that, yeah, the, the uniqueness is what is what draws people to you, and, and I think that's a, a really beautiful thing. But I'm wondering, what artists inspired you to, to kind of create this kind of music? Well, Oh, it's interesting. So, I mean, I, I love all different kinds of music. I mean, from all the people we've discussed already, you know, from Jimi Hendrix to John Mayer, Maroon 5, One Republic, Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, 311, Bob Marley's my all-time favorite. I mean, I love all different kinds of music if it inspires me. Um, I guess what inspired me to do inspirational bass music is that I had this sports injury um, when I was younger. I was traveling in Australia. I herniated a couple discs uh, in my neck and I came back to the U.S. and I sought treatment and I learned quickly that there's no roadmap. And when you're in physical pain, um, it's it's a real challenge when you can't find a cure for your ailment. So, you know, I still like on bad days, you know, today's the day I'm uh, experiencing some back pain. And so, um, you know, but it was just this challenge that I went through and was going through over the years, I, I've learned to, to deal with it, manage the pain and sort of, I guess, what came out the other side was what I realized what I wanted to do with my life was to help inspire other people that were going through their challenges. Because on some level, we all have a challenge, however big or small it may be. I mean, nobody's life is perfect, right? We all have different things that are going on. And sometimes you know, for the most part, a lot of us, our lives can be great and, you know, be in a good mood. But there's always those tough days where we, we're, having, we're going through something, a challenge, a problem, whether it be health uh, related or with a friend emotionally, a bad breakup, et cetera. Um, I just realized what I wanted to do with my life was to, to help lift people up for them to, you know, uh, I always say like in my live streams for them to, to leave more inspired than when they came. So that's that's my goal when people, you know, listen to my music. It's really, it's funny that you should say that because um, I'm not a musician, I'm an actor, but I always say when when I watch a movie, I'm never the same person that I was before I watched it. Like yeah. I, it, the movie has to change me. Um, I also had an injury, like I dislocated my kneecap doing a, a workout, which was mm disaster and I thought I was never going to walk again it, I mean yeah. it wasn't as big of a deal as it was to me but so I totally get how you feel and I was watching at the time I'd be like watching Dancing with the Stars while I'm on the couch and I can't move and then that's when I was like you know I want to I was already pursuing acting but it, that's when it became something that was very very important to me and something that I always yeah. wanted to do so I love that our stories are sort of are sort of similar and I think it's kind of like all artists all of us have like something in common and something yeah. that I love about you is that it seems to be like community, not competition. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the things that I've learned over the years, um, I guess with musicians is that like, yeah, <laughs> I, I always just like when opportunities get extended to me, 
now one of the first things I try to do is extend those opportunities to other artists, friends, and like essentially we're all in this together and we all have our own story, our own path, you know? So, and just having done it long enough, I know that no, no two musicians that I know and probably actors for you, you know, have the same path. So it doesn't, it, it doesn't, uh, I never looked at it as a competition. I always, you know, to this day, like when I get opportunities for myself, I try and pass them along, uh, to my friends, whether they're interested or not. But yeah, I, I'm all about, you know, trying to spread the love, paying it forward. And I believe that, you know, that energy comes back to you, you know, and it might not be exact. One of the, the interesting things about that is it doesn't always come back exactly maybe how we want it or how we think it will, but it comes back to us in an area of our life. I definitely believe that. Absolutely. I, I'm also one of those people who's like, anytime one of my actor friends has a project, I'm like the first one who's like, watch this, go see this, you know, because if I don't promote them, who, who's going to do it? If we don't promote each other, who's going to do it? There's so many people out there who would just want to take artists and rip them apart and tear them down. So the only thing that we have to, to really build each other up is this community and each other. And so I, I love that about you. And I'm so, I'm really excited to have virtually met you. And I hope yeah. that there's an opportunity to see you, you know, sing live because I think what you do is beautiful. I was watching your story the other day. You're welcome. You were singing about, you know, someone getting shot. And I was, was that just, was that just improv? No, that's a song I wrote with my friend Mariko. Um, and we wrote that song around the time, you know, when with everything that was happening with George Floyd, um, and just about gun violence and, you know, that, which is, you know, an ongoing story, but it gets brought to the center of attention when there's a, a big, um, you know, divide maybe in the country and, and whatnot or in the world. And this was just such an important topic. And we felt that we really needed to, or we wanted to address it. And it's hard because sometimes, particularly as an artist, like I'm not someone that likes to get very political, you know, where mm-hmm. like, it, it's everyone's got their views on those type of things. I'm someone that likes to look at things and I like to bring people together. I like unity. I like positivity. I like looking at the glasses half full. Um, so this was a topic where we thought that like together we could, um, you know, sort of come at it from a couple, couple different angles and bring it to the forefront um, in, in a positive way and just bring um, hopefully attention um you know, positive attention and, and get people discussing. And that's, you know, certainly what was happening. Sorry, there's a, a train going by here. So <laughs> pause for a second, but it's, it's quite, uh, it's like ringing every once in a while it goes by and it's just like, of course, you know, <laughs> when I'm in the middle of something. Don't worry about it. I was interviewing someone and their roommates called 911 and then he's like, oh my God, the cops, everybody's in my house. So I was like, it's okay. Let's just pick the up. It happened. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, but that, yeah, that song's called So Foolish. And, and it's, I think that's a really, you know, one of the more powerful songs that I've been involved with, um, you know, and helping write and perform and, and whatnot. And just, um, yeah, I love the message in that one. And it's not, not an easy song to write, you know, so to be a part of it, uh, was really cool for me. And my partner on that, uh, is a guy named Mariko and just a super talented singer, songwriter, rapper. Uh, oh. artist yeah he's he's great um mariko 
used to be signed to um what's the guy's name? Um Matchbox Twenty with Kyle Cook. Um, who plays guitar in Matchbox 20. Uh, he was signed to his label for a while, and then, you know, after a while, he ended up becoming an independent artist. Um, but we connected um, a few years back, and we've just become really good friends. Um, and we put out a record together, and we got a couple more that we've written that are um, in tow that are part of this three-record project called Live, Love, Dream. And we put out the record Live, and we got the other two on ice ready to go at some point. Uh, we both just have a lot of individual music, but um, I really love uh, writing, creating, and performing with him. Um, and it's helped me grow a lot as an artist because, you know, this is pretty much a rap record. I'm not, I don't consider myself a rapper, but I can rap, you know, maybe something similar to, like, an Ed Sheeran or something where you're probably asking, probably doesn't consider himself a rapper, but he's good. He can rap. You know, it's funny song you know, sing fast, et cetera. So he's been helping me work on some of that. And um, it's been a project, uh, but it's been a lot of fun. That song actually reminded me, I hate to bring it back to this, but it reminded me so much of John Mayer waiting on the world to change because I yeah. that song. is so, I, I just, I remember hearing it and just, I never forgot it just from the first day. And that song is, is very much um, the same. If there was any one message that you could, you know, just give to your your fans or whatever you want to call the people who listen to you. What would that message be? Hearts. Okay, oh, that, oh, I like oh, that. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Silent bravery, brave hearts. Um, I mean, what I so similar to what I was saying earlier. I guess just a message of of unity, of positivity, inspiration. Like looking at the glass is half full. I really think that our experience here on Earth, uh, we have. Um, you know, various ways to look at situations. And a lot of it has to do with how we, we look at it. And, you know, as one person sees the glass half empty, another person sees it half full. And if we look at our challenges as opportunities for growth, um, you know, we were all, we all come to this world and nobody here is perfect because if we were perfect, then we wouldn't be here. Right. So we all have our different things to work on. Um, and I guess, yeah, just to, to look at those challenges as opportunities for growth, that's something that like I've learned maybe the hard way or someone that saw things, you know, um, from a more, uh, you know, when I was younger, maybe I was more depressed or angry or frustrated when certain things happened or, you know, things didn't go the way that I wanted to, to and, you know, wanted them to. And now, um, you know, when your health is, um, in jeopardy, you know, you really look at things in a much different way because all the other things don't really tend to matter as much when you're in pain, you know? So I think that I had to go through that, you know, injury and the challenge I was telling you about to, to come out the other side to really, you know, help spread this positive message, which I think our world really needs, you know, and there's so much, there's so much music out there. There's tons of great music that nobody hears. Um, but there's a lot of negative stuff out there, stuff that doesn't really have, you know, isn't talking about all that much per se, you know. And one of the things that I really try to do, in, you know, in every single one of my songs, even from like a, a party song or, uh, you know, there's always some sort of hidden gem, uplifting thing, uh, inspirational message in there to try and convey. And, you know, that's really what I kind of feel that my purpose is here. Uh, to do is to, to spread a positive message, to be, you know, um, 
a warrior of the light, so to speak. I love that. It's funny that you that you said you called your your fans Bravehearts because this is totally off topic, but this show is called This Blonde Can Talk About Anything, and I really can. I was babysitting this little girl. She's the cutest little thing I've ever seen. We're watching Gremlins, and out of nowhere, she just yells, yippee Kaye, motherfucker. And I think that's from that movie. And I looked at her, and I was like, what? And then when her dad came home, he was like, oh, yeah, she saw Braveheart. And I was like, what? No. That's, that's interesting. I remember that from Die Hard. That might be uh, what it was, but his yeah, yeah, yeah. said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but I do like I do like the movie Braveheart. I do like the movie Die Hard. But, uh, interesting. <laughs> interesting little girl. Oh yeah, yeah. Interesting. A yeah, little girl would, would say that. Uh, sorry, I had a call came and then I had to X out. Um, oh good. But uh, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Braveheart. Um, I, I loved um, the 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 connection you know between. Um, the band name and the, the fan base. I thought that that was a cool name. So I just looked at who you follow just to get an idea of what you like. But, and I hate to bring this up because his fans are really pushing me to get him on here. Um, the three record model, is that at all inspired by Hunter Hayes? Um, no, I mean, I'm Good. not. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't really know. I remember Hunter Hayes had a, a big song back. A few years back, I don't know his music that well. So. You followed him, so I thought maybe. Oh, I don't think that I, I don't think that I do follow him. If I did, I, maybe it's a uh, uh, an accident. I, I, maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe that I. Maybe I follow him on Twitter, but I don't think I follow him on Instagram anyway, which is a little bit more. But um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know much about Hunter Hayes. I couldn't, I couldn't talk. Uh, intelligently about <laughs> no I just know that he's doing sort of like a three record and he's I think he's on the second one I don't know it's it's not oh. that important to oh. me really yeah, so, no, no. That's cool. up until now because I know you have a new um, record that's called Without Love I think and it's coming out yes. like right Friday. Um, right so so when this drops it'll already be out so up until now before that song What's the what's your favorite single that you've put out? Probably the current single right now, Bigger. Uh, I, I love that song. Um, and, you know, I think most artists are generally into a lot of, like, what they're doing now. There's other songs that I've had over the years, which I really love, but the new stuff always feels, you know, exciting to me because it's the, it's the most new. Uh, but I, I really do love this song. Um, and it's been the, the the feedback on this one in particular has been amazing. Like, you know, I put on a lot of records over the years and like this one, it was like everybody that, that heard this, like there was just like, there's been like no negative feedback on the song, which is hard to do nowadays, especially, um, you know, cause everyone's got an opinion about something. Right. <laughs> uh, so this one, just of all the songs I've put out, I just feel it's gotten the most positive feedback. Um, from everybody and I just I love the song it's been my set closer for a while um, you know and it's been my live performances and I love the message um, and it's just it feels it feels prevalent in just today's society and for what's going on in my life I think you know hopefully we can all relate to the idea of like wanting things to be bigger having a bigger vision and wanting to see it to fruition 
So if I asked you on a scale from one to Tom Brady, um, how, how much better is Without Love than that song? The bigger? Um, they're different songs. I couldn't say that one's better than the other. Um, I love Tom Brady, by the way, <laughs> being from Boston. So, uh, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge Tom Brady fan. Um, you know, I think he's obviously an amazing athlete, but I just like how he car- carries himself. You could say, uh, for the most part, for most of his career, he's had a lot of silent bravery to him as well. Um, you know, lets his performance do, do most of the talking, um, which I like. Um, but yeah, these songs are very, very different. It's very hard to compare them. They're on the same record. I, I worked on them with the same producers, uh, friends of mine named Russell Ali and Sanjoy Deb out, uh, in LA out of West Coast Customs. You might remember the show Pimp My Ride. Um, <laughs> they had a recording studio in there, um, and I recorded it with those guys, and then we brought in my buddy Trevor Holmes, who helped me write the song. Um, yeah, just a very different record. Without Love, um, it's, you know, more of a relationship song. Uh, it's a song um, that's sort of, I think, geared to the idea where a lot of people – you know, um, they're in that world. If you're in the dating world and you're on these dating apps, um, you know, it can be the wild, wild west and it can be, um, hard to find something fulfilling. And it was really sort of, um, about that, about trying to find a fulfilling relationship in today's world in today's technology you know swipe swipe left or right culture yeah i've never uh, used a dating app but the whole idea of it just freaks me out because there's just so many people that are just even just on instagram that'll be like like hi are you married like i'm not no do you have any kids like i'm not old enough for that leave me alone like no but so i mean i, I don't want to get personal but is this a personal song you you experience you went through that yeah, yeah, okay. it is definitely, all my songs have, you know, a personal aspect to, to them. Um, and Trevor and I were writing this song and, um, yeah, it was just sort of about our experience, uh, you know, in the dating world, um, from, you know, at the time that we were, you know, writing the song and, um, you know, I love the, the lyrics in this one in particular, the message. They're really real. They're really raw. Um, and it all just comes together um, in this way that I, I feel that everyone I play the song for really relates to these lyrics. So that's, you know, as a songwriter, um, there's there's various things that every song has their their hidden gems, their their points. And, and to me, that the lyrics in this one, I just I love the lyrics um, and the. I don't know if I'd say I love the message. It's, it's, I love the thing that we're questioning, this idea of love and like how, how attainable is it still? How many people are living their life, you know, with or without love and, you know, where, where do they want to be with it? Yeah, that's, that's probably a very, I think a lot of people are on that journey to, uh, to finding, um, you know, a relationship or whatever. Personally, for me, I'm just I'm just in this like long term relationship with my dream and Mm -hmm. whatever comes, comes and what goes, goes. 
but I have, I'm committed to my dream. But your song, Without Love, um, it's available already for, for pre-save, right? Yes, available for pre-save, and it, it drops June 25th. So tell everyone, like, where they can find you. Other than, is it just on Spotify, or are you everywhere? They can find me everywhere. Anywhere that you consume music, you can find me at My Silent Bravery, uh, Spotify, Tidal, Deezer, Apple Music. You can uh, purchase uh, CDs um, on my online store at MySilentBravery.com. But pretty much just, you know, whatever whatever platform you're on, search at My Silent Bravery. I'm on most of them. <laughs> Okay, then that's great. Um, if there's one artist out there, like one person that you can collaborate with, who would it be? I get asked this. There's a few. Um, but I would say at the top of my list, uh, I got to, I got to, can I give you three people? I got three people. Sure. They're all very different. Yeah. So I'd say probably number one is Eminem. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I just think he's, a lyrical genius, whether you like what he has to say or what you don't, the way that he's able to say it, it to me is amazing. Um, Damian Marley would probably be uh, my second choice and that I just love. Uh, well, um, Bob's my all-time favorite. I love Damian's stuff and his style and the way he's able to uh, write about things as well um, and just his, his style, stylistic approach to a lot of his songs. And then lastly, uh, Dave Matthews is one of my favorite artists, too, and just always been a fan, uh, especially of the live show. I've probably seen 100 Dave Matthews concerts wow. and, and love, you know, love the live sound that they get. Um, and it's morphed and changed over the years. Um, but to other people we've talked about, too, love to write with John Mayer, Ryan Tedder, Adam Levine, all, you know, plenty of people out there. I love co-writing. I've been writing recently with a lot of guys um, that I've been fans of for a while. I also started doing similar, you know, a podcast, um, a live stream, having guests on. And just, you know, as a result of connecting with these people, written with some great uh, singer-songwriters, uh, working on a song with a guy named Tony Luca right now, who's an amazing... I know Tony Luca. He was on yeah. The Boys. He was on yeah. The House Club with Christina yeah. Aguilera. Yes. Where do you yes. think I got this look from? Right, right. So, That's awesome. Uh, yeah, writing with Tony. I wrote a song recently with Keaton Simons, who um, played guitar with Chris Cornell. He now plays with Brett Young. Um, I write one of my main co-writing partners, uh, Jim McGorman, who's in the Goo Goo Dolls. He actually just was calling me while we were chatting. Oh, I'm um, so sorry. No, all good. All good. Um, but um, I love now co-writing with people where – Earlier on in my career, uh, I felt this need to sort of, I don't know, I want to say like own, own the music, own the message, feeling like I, I needed, all needed to come from me. And now I'm just in such a different place where it's just like, at the end of the day, I want to like, I just want to be a part of writing the best song that I can, inspire as many people as I can, uh, you know, putting a positive message out there. So, you know, it changes. Our perspective changes over the years. Um, but there's there's no shortage of talented people out there, and there's plenty that I'd like to work with. Eminem is certainly an interesting deviation from what from what you do. But I'm also mm -hmm. a fan. I I think he speaks a lot to, um, in a way, grief and just like the mm -hmm. anger that we hold on to, which is something that I can relate to because I have like, have you seen the film Manchester by the Sea? I have, yes. So Lucas Hedges, amazing. I praise him. But um, 
I have that that thing with the complicated grief where someone has been dead for an extended period of time and I can't get over it yet. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I listen to those Eminem songs, I'm like, that's me. I'm angry. I'm mm-hmm. like this. I'm mad. I, I want, I don't understand. Why did you take my loved one? Why, why, why? And you were talking earlier about, you know, your mental state and being, being healthy. And there was a time when I was depressed and I thought, you know, I should just kill myself. This is a great idea. And I tried. It didn't work. Came very close. Just for that. Yeah, thank goodness for that. It came very close. And if I if I had, you know, succeeded, I wouldn't have met people like you. But I was also so blessed in my life to have met my hero, which is Brian Cranston. I don't know if you know who that oh. is. Yeah, I know who he is. I met Brian Cranston and this is at the height of my depression. And he was like, What's wrong with you? And I said, There's nothing nothing's wrong with me. And he was like you know, I'm a little too old for, for you to pull the wool. And I said, well, I used to watch you on TV and I always wanted to have a dad like you. And within like two seconds, I have, you know, Brian Cranston's hugging me and all this. And I've randomly been walking down the street and had Quentin Tarantino pull me over because, you know, he thought that I would be good for some role. And this was at a time when I thought I should quit because I'm not pretty enough. I'm too fat. I'm too this. I'm too that. So you're right. When we don't have our, like, when you don't have your mental health, you don't have anything. And music, film and music, I think, are the two things that, it's a universal language. Like, I've seen Simple Plan. I don't know if you know them. They're from Canada, so I'm Canadian, so I know them. I've seen them go from being this little tiny band to go to Japan, and everybody knows their words, but they have no idea what it means. But they, but it, it resonates with them. Have you had that experience? Have you been able to go to like another country where everybody just kind of resonates with your vibe? Um, yeah, I mean, I've been lucky to tour overseas a few times. Uh, I recently, right before COVID, I was um, in uh, Europe and we did um, Germany, Italy, Austria. Um, I'm missing there's a couple other places, uh, Switzerland. Um, and, you know, it's for me, I'm when I'm overseas and it's, I'm still using I'm a support act. So I'm still working on growing my fan base, um, you know, but I, I look forward to the day, you know, being the main act where, you know, fans are all screaming you know, the songs, et cetera. Um, you know, but I'm not afraid to, to put in the work and the time. But, you know, I feel blessed to been given the opportunities to go and support you know some great acts this last tour was with the band the calling i'm not sure if you remember them they had a big song a couple big songs anyway um you know so uh that was a really fun experience uh i've done some other tours overseas i did one with puddle of mud i did one with uh, saving abel um so any chance that i can you know tour and be part of some fun shows with with artists uh, that I uh, like to, um, that's a, that's a bonus for me. So it's, they've been a lot of fun to, to do those overseas uh, tours. And, and it's great because now with social media, I still can connect with all the fans. I do two weekly live streams. Uh, and so people that I've met on tour, they, they, they're some of my best, uh, uh, you know, uh, fans, et cetera. Just like, uh, I love that. That's one of the things I love about social media is just being able to keep in touch with people that appreciate what you do. I was going to say that every Tuesday when you do your, when you do your Instagram live, you're the man acting. 
just remember that you're not Thank a supporting you. act in that moment. It's it's all you. Well, I try and put this. One of the reasons I do that actually is I try to put the spotlight on somebody else. Um, one thing you know about social media for me anyway is sometimes it can feel a little self-serving or narcissistic, and that it's like, hey, check out my song, check out my video, check out my pictures. <laughs> oh, where I like being able to host somebody else, much like you're hosting me now. Thank you very much for that. Um, oh. And put the spotlight on somebody else for a bit. Um, and, you know, it's. I think it also helps me appreciate things that I'm doing more just by learning about how someone else does things. It gives you different perspective. Uh, it gives you appreciation. Um, and it's really cool. I've made some great connections and people I've stayed in touch with, like I said, you know, I had Tony Luke on, we wrote a song, Keaton, we wrote a song. I had, um, last night, Jim Ranger, who came in second on The Voice, uh, last season. A couple weeks ago, I had my buddy Ricky Duran, who came in second on The Voice in a different season. Um, and you know, all these people, um, you know, it, it's just great to connect with them. And, you know, some have led to co-writes, maybe some will lead to touring. Uh, you just, you don't know. I, I just, that's one of the things, you know, we we're talking about earlier, just in terms of, you know, just spreading the wealth, paying it forward. I, I love that. And I think that like anytime you do that, it comes back to you. It just might not be exactly how you think, but like anytime you do, you know, something good for someone else that, you know, the energy is not lost. It's, it's there. It's in the universe. It's just how you, where, where and how you view it going into your, what I uh, like to call spiritual bank. That's really interesting. Um, because I have this friend, she's wonderful. She's from Mexico. We just met maybe a year and a half ago and she started talking to me about the universe and I was never really connected into the universe. And she was like, if you could learn to understand that, like the way the universe works, you would understand the people that you love are not really gone. And then the other day, someone that I just adore, Mandy Patinkin, amazing singer, amazing actor. He said, if one person on earth remembers you, it's not over. And so for me, I've been trying to write this film about um, my grandpa because he was my world. And mm-hmm. I've, I've struggled to write it because he's gone. And I'm like, he's never going to see it. He's never going to. But if I get to tell the story, then it's not over. So in every single song that you're writing, you're telling a story, whether you're telling it with Tony Luca or whoever. And that story is going to live on. And whether you realize it or not, in 10 years from now, somebody will remember hearing that song. And that's really the most beautiful thing. I haven't watched The Voice since Christina left. <laughs> because uh. I Christina has been my, uh, my idol. Like, I grew up loving Christina. I actually used to sing. But my mm. dad said, that's stupid. So I stopped. And now it doesn't sound so good. And I actually learned, you know, to speak Spanish because Christina would release Spanish music and I would, you know, listen to that. And my mom would yell and scream at me, why did you buy music that you don't understand? But I learned it. So that's why I was saying music is a is a universal language. And it's really been my honor to have you on this little show. You're the second person I've had on here from Boston. And the other one was Tom Bergeron. And I consider Tom a a pretty big deal. I love Tom. Mm. And I think Tom would be a fan of, of yours. So I'm definitely going to be sharing your music with him. Um, I don't want to, <laughs> of course, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. What I want to ask you is if you can give your, like a message to the people who are listening right now who may or like want to be a musician, 
who they don't maybe know how to do it or they have somebody in their life who's telling them this is not the right thing, what would you tell them? Okay. I want to say one thing about what you previously said, if I may, and I'll answer. Absolutely. Uh, you know, depending on what your beliefs are, I just want to mention something because I could tell, you, you know, you're talking about your grandfather. Um, <laughs> I, I definitely believe that you can still um, connect with, with him, with his memory. Um, you know, uh, I believe in reincarnation. Some people do, some people don't too. And so it's, there's a lot you can learn in terms of spirituality and I won't go too deep into that. Maybe we can talk about it later. Or yeah, whatnot. I'd love that. But I, Another I, yeah, but I, I think, you know, your, your grandfather definitely, in my opinion, and everyone can think differently, you know, he, he, he can hear whatever you have to say to him. So keep, keep that in mind just for yourself. And, uh, just something personal I wanted, to, I wanted to share with you. I, so I think that's really, you know, I could tell you he's someone that's really important to you. And so, um, I'm sure it, it, the feeling is mutual on his behalf and that you can still connect, you know? So just wanted to share that with you. And then to everybody, um, he's actually right here. <laughs> oh wow! There you go. There you go. I just so, took him off the mantle. Oh, mm. heavy. So, in terms to anybody else, um, whether it's music, entertainment, movies, you know, um, just keep working hard. Follow follow your dreams. I mean, if you want something bad enough, you'll find a way to make it work. Um, uh, you know, try and do it for the right reasons. Um, and then usually the other things like work themselves out. I find that when I, um, I don't know, when I'm doing music to, to inspire people and when it's for a greater cause besides myself is when I find I have the most success. So if you can find a way that what you're doing benefits other people, I think that you'll have more success. Uh, in what you're doing and you'll feel better about doing it. Um, there's um, a phrase that one of my spiritual teachers taught me that says, um, you know, start getting busy with other people and the light will start getting busy with you. And so um, I, that's, a, that's something that's always uh, stuck with me. Um, and I don't know, I think we all can be in our own heads a lot. You know what I mean? And, Especially, um, you know, in today's uh, social media world and just all this. That's that's another reason too. I love doing the podcast, having other people and guests, and just putting the spotlight on other people. And it's just, um, yeah, keep keep following your dreams. Try and serve a higher purpose, maybe a higher cause. Um, surround yourself with with positive, like minded people that are interested uh, in seeing you succeed. Because in today's world, not a lot people are you know so um try and surround yourself with positive um uh people that are like-minded that that, that want to see you make it and just keep working hard no one's going to work as hard uh for you as you are so um just you know my i guess my my way is always i just put my head down and go i just keep writing songs and keep touring i keep doing the live streams i just keep pushing and you know hope that uh, uh, and believe that the good things will follow. Well, first of all, thank you for what you said about um, my grandpa. I have this bad habit of bringing him up all the time, every day, at least once. And my producer calls me sometimes and he's like, you need to stop talking about him. But I'm not ready to 
completely stop talking about him because I feel like there's a story that he didn't get to finish. And it's my calling to finish that story. And yeah. so that's why I think he showed me the Wizard of Oz very young and I became Wizard of Oz while I was living it. So I think he wanted to be an actor and I think he sort of left me these crumbs and I don't know, I could be wrong. As for everything else, he said, I think that you are a beautiful, like, positive light in this world with your music, with your message. And this is probably a conversation that I needed to have. So I know that there are going to be people who are going to listen to this and they're going to leave it the same way that I'm going to leave it, which is a changed person who feels like maybe you're more capable than than you think you are. And Absolutely. I'm someone who's always sort of bet against myself. And I learned from from Tom Brady, like I wouldn't get, wouldn't bet against that guy. So right. he would never bet against himself. So mm-hmm. if he doesn't bet against himself, then I got to stop betting against myself. And like you said, you know, it doesn't always come in the form that you want. Like, okay, maybe I would have liked it to be instead of Quentin Tarantino, I would have liked it to be Martin Scorsese to pull me over on the street. But at the same time, I'm still I was still sitting in this car with one of the greatest directors, arguably ever, mm-hmm. sitting there saying to me, stop saying that you're too ugly, stop saying that you're too fat, stop saying all these things. And I, I in that moment, I didn't take it for for what it was worth. But now, it, as, when I reflect back on it, I'm like, oh, he was really letting me know that he believes in, in me, whether he casts me in something or not. And I mm. think that you have that same way of, of affecting people by letting them know that whether or not they are the, you know, the main attraction or the supporting. And there are no small acts, no small actors, no small musicians. I think everyone who, who has any, even just a little bit of success in this, in this world of entertainment has, has done a service to this world that they don't realize how big it is and how grand it is. And that's certainly true about you. And I really want my listeners to go and listen to your music. So if you can, please just remind them one more time where they can hear it, because yeah. I want them to hear it. Well, thank you so much for that. Uh, my Silent Bravery on any platform that you're on, you can find me. And just to, to, to you and to everybody else, we're everyone, we're all important. We all have a role to play. And if for some reason you think that you're not important, that's something that you need to, to work on um, within yourself and to, to change that point of view because I can speak from my own, my own experience that, that it's possible to change that, you know, and I, I've been through dark periods too where I haven't believed in myself or what I'm capable of. And, you know, and then here I am, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not where I want to be, you know, yet in the musical world. You know, I still have my, goals and my challenges that um, that I face in, in the, the music world every day. But, you know, again, just put in the work. You got to if you want to see results, you got to put in the work. Um, and so just 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 work on that, it's a, you know, because uh, living. Living nowadays uh, in and of itself can be a challenge and just having a positive mindset. So, uh, again, you know, I think you're awesome. I oh, think thank the, you. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I, I love connecting with people. I, I think everybody has something to offer. Um, so uh, I, I hope you enjoy my music. I thank uh, everybody that, that tuned in, and uh, hopefully you, you, you liked what you heard. Um, um, 
in addition to to the music, but just in general to to some of my points of view on view on things. And um, this was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and in the future, if you have a you know a really big song come out, maybe you'll come back and and we could talk about that because um, I, I've said this to anyone that I've interviewed who I've connected with. When I support somebody, I support them hard, and that never goes away. Like you can see, there's all this Tom Brady crap behind me because. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady has changed my life, literally. Um, and you, I think, have also not changed my life, but changed my outlook on it from what it was a half an hour ago. So you have just made my day and hopefully the days of everyone who listens to this. So thank you for being here. And I hope to, that you'll come back in the future. Love to. Totally awesome. down. Okay, so that's it with my interview. I hope you enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun for me. Um, I realized I talked super fast, so I'm going to try and slow it down in the future. But for right now, can't change it. I hope you enjoyed everything that Matt had to say. He's a genuinely awesome person, and his music is pretty great, too. And you can check it out on all streaming services right now. As for me, you can listen to this episode. If you're, well, you're already listening to it. But you've listened to all 21 others if you haven't on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Extra Features podcast page, and iHeartRadio. Um, if you want to let me know um, who you might want to hear from or what you'd like me to talk about on, on the show, send me a tweet at a blonde who talks, A-B-L-O-N-D-E-W-H-O-T-A-L-K-S, and I will do my best to get your requests, um, to fulfill your requests rather. So thank you again for tuning in. My name is still Melanie with two L's and I am leaving you with a small bit of Matt's latest single without love. And right after this stops playing, AKA after I shut up, you should go on whatever streaming platform you use and uh, type in My Silent Bravery and listen to the song in full because it's a great song. If dropping my mind wouldn't break it, I'd do it now. So